I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor, and I am on the cusp of achieving an amazing milestone. I have spent the past two weeks working on repairing my broken holodroid, Droidy McDroid Face. I've got it back up and working. No thanks to this guy, Jack Strobe, my hey, roommate. I believe I specifically told you not to put that droid in the back. Yeah, 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 sure. Anyway, I invented the Bageltron 2000, which is a device that opens up portals to other dimensions, which I've been traveling through for nearly five years. But my main quest right now is that Cal and I... Oh, Cal, sorry. Cal is the Cauchy entity. Say hi, Cal. Cal and I have been working to extract the plans for the multiverse's lewdest sculpture of gnome, the aristocrats. It's locked away in this holodroid, which I finally got working again. All I need to do now is go and get the golden trident of compulsion and compel the droid to reveal the plans to me. Download them to this little USB drive. It's going to be amazing. So I'm going to go downstairs where I've locked away the golden trident of compulsion so that Jack can't get his filthy hands on it. And we're going to witness greatness. I'm taking the droid with me while I go and get the golden trident of compulsion. I'll be back in just a few minutes. I will tell you not to touch anything, but you know what? Touch whatever you want, because there's nothing you can do to stop this. This is happening, Jack. Yeah, it looks like checkmate. I'm just going to sit here and play with this origami. Contemplate the end of everything I know and love. Uh, so dramatic. Whatever. I'm going to get the golden trident. Enjoy the droid places coming with me. All right. Well, thanks for leaving the recorder, because I need to record the podcast. No, I'm recording the podcast. We're, the podcast is going to be me extracting the aristocrat. Whatever. We'll get over it when I come back. With the golden trident and the droid to extract the plans live on the air. All right. I mean, not live, live. This isn't broadcasting on Twitch or anything like that, but I'm recording it, and then I'm going to put it out on the feed. I guess there's nothing I can do. That's right. All right, he's gone. There actually is something I can do. This origami I have here is no ordinary origami. I got it in the black market. Theoretically, all I have to do is fold it 13 times while keeping in mind the droid and probably the golden trident of compulsion as well so that he doesn't compel me to tell him where these things disappeared to holding it now it looks like normal paper but it's actually made of some sort of quantum polymer nanotubes uh, mumbo jumbo i don't know but once it gets to 13 times it should 10 11 12 13 ah yep and it made the shape of a chimpanzee, exactly what I was imagining. And theoretically, since I was also imagining the golden trident of compulsion and the holodroid being sucked into the pocket dimension that this origami makes, theoretically, I have removed them from this reality and inserted them into it. Aha, I think it worked. That sounds like the sound of a man whose dreams have been ripped away. I've just been sitting here playing with this origami, Max. I don't know what you're talking about. Like heck you have. What did you do? Where did the golden trident of compulsion go? And Jordy McDroid's face, they both just disappeared. I was on my way up from the basement, and I had them both in my arms. And you saw them disappear. What do you mean I saw them? You can't see something disappear. It's just there one second, and then it's not. Huh. Well, uh, you have been fooling around with interdimensional forces beyond your kin, and entities from other realms and planes. Perhaps you have overstepped some bounds that you didn't even know. Ah, I know you know something. I would use the golden trident of compulsion on you to compel you to tell me, but it's... God. Uh, Maybe ask Cal. What does Cal know about this situation? Nothing. He doesn't know anything. He just, it just seems to have vanished. Yeah, I know it vanished. That's what I said. Hmm. 
Well, that's odd. I assume Cal was watching you at the time it happened. It sure seems like he wouldn't want to take his eyes off of those prizes. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go retrace my steps. I... <sighs> okay, things don't just disappear. That's not how reality works. I'm going to find it. All right, it's got to be down there somewhere. Yeah, that's not how reality works, but apparently it's how folding pocket dimensions work. Pretty handy, this. Unfortunately, while I have saved this reality from a fate worse than most I can imagine of having the aristocrat's gnome sculpture become reality, there is another terrible fate of getting sucked into a pocket dimension if I don't deliver this other quantum polymer origami. Now, if you listen to the last episode, you'll know that in order to pay for this, I had to agree to deliver another one to a wealthy customer. I've been looking at this invoice. It appears that whoever bought this, the itemized invoice says that they paid for it, and then they paid a massive amount of money for some sort of shipping option that has double the money back if it's not delivered in time, which explains why Max the vendor that sold this to me with, I think, some number of silent X's on his name, 62. I'm probably horribly violating some protocol in that dimension about the number of X's and the pronunciation of them, but I can't hear or speak the silent X's. Anyway, the vendor that sold me this insisted that I deliver this other origami, and I can see why, because the vendor will be out double a very large sum if it's not delivered in time. And so he configured this particular origami to self-fold. If it's not delivered in time and what gets sucked into the pocket dimension, he claims, is all of reality. And he implied that all of reality would be deeply, deeply unhappy if it were to be sucked into the pocket dimension. Like something bad happens that was left unstated but hinted at. So I clearly need to complete this delivery. Otherwise, untold tragedy. So, I've configured the Bageltron here to go to this dimension. I chose to use the newer version of the Bageltron. Max's version, my Max, has a lot of problems. And uh, we managed to get a, a better version that has nicer portal tech. This newer one, more reliable, less cancer-causing. Number of benefits. All right. And it looks like it's open. Very soothing sound, this new machine. All right, I guess I better go through and see if I can get this delivered. It's going to be incredibly expensive if it's not delivered to reality and to the vendor. Wow, this is like a Downton Abbey-sized mansion. I can see it. It's kind of down in this valley, giant wall all the way around it. I'm going to have to approach. It looks like there's a gate here. I can no longer see into the compound now that I'm here at the gate. It is a big, big complex. Looks like there's a button. State the nature of your business. Yeah, it's just a delivery. Delivery of what? This is a special delivery. It says eyes only M. Burns. So apparently someone named M. Burns is the one that's allowed to open this. Okay, but who is it from? The invoice says it's from Max's Origami at Max's Mega Market. Oh, I see. One moment. Did I hear giggling in the background there? That <laughs> Oh, you're here, you're here, you're here. I, I knew you would come eventually. Wait, you don't look like Max. No, no. Max was very insistent that this needed to be delivered on time. 
and it appears that there's a tremendous cost to him if it's not delivered on time. Apparently, you must want this really bad. Yes, that's right. That's what I want. I was pretty clear with him about he needed to deliver it himself or use my private courier, which uh, you do not appear to be. But you know what? Whatever. You're here. You've got the package. Why don't you come on in? Let me just buzz you on in here. Well, that tone was just a bit ominous. But the gate's opening. I guess I better take this in. I gotta deliver this package. Oh, oh boy. That does not sound good. Oh, oh no. I've done it again. I should have let Jeeves run the gate. That happens every time. My finger slipped. I may have accidentally hit the release the hounds button. Deliver yeah, I better run. Oh, boy. Yeah, I better run. Oh, 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 they're going to catch me. Oh, wow. That was close. They stopped right at the gate. Oh, that was close. You're quite lucky. What's your name, delivery boy? Jack Strobe. Ah, well, Mr. Strobe, you're quite lucky. I'm so sorry about my butterfingers there. I, I meant to just open the gate. Release the hounds button. I don't know why we put it so close to the gate open, but we should really have that looked into. Well, there's no way I'm going to be able to get past these dogs. They no, are vicious. No, there's really not. But, luckily, you can head over to the west gate. I'm going to send over the monorail, and it'll whisk you right over. There it is. Just hop on there. All right. I'll meet you over there. Well, I mean, you know, virtually, through this inner system. I'll meet you over there. Fuzzy in that way. All right. Oh, wow. The monorail has gone up a little higher, and I can see into the compound. That is a big compound. Wow, and they have a monorail track that goes all the way around. I wonder why it doesn't go into the compound. That would be a lot handier than, well, I guess I have to get out here and get into this gate. All right, there's a button. Same as the other. All right, you made it. Great. Why just doesn't the great. monorail just go into your compound? Wouldn't that be a lot faster? Don't be silly, no. All right, let me just buzz you in here. Oh. All right, so just hop on into the boat. Yeah. Cross the moat, and we'll see you on the other side. It looks like a moat and a tunnel of some sort. It goes deeper into the property. Dark in there, though. Oh, all right, a little unsteady here. All right, looks like there's a couple oars. Well, I guess I'll just start rowing and see if we can get into that tunnel. Awfully odd way to get into a house. Holy smokes, what was that? Wow, this post here is on fire. Got hit by some sort of... Oh, there's another one, some sort of energy beam. Wait, that came from the water. There's something swimming in the water. Those are sharks. There's sharks in the water. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, that one hit the boat. All right, splash some water. Yeah, my boat was on fire for a second there. I better know about it too fast. Oh, oh, Mr. Strobe... I think I may have forgotten to mention the sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. You gotta watch out for those. Oh, there was another one. I'm up on the dock. I gotta, like, duck behind this barrel here. Like, those sharks are remarkably accurate. Oh, they train them to... All right, I'm... All right, there's a break. I'm, I'm going for the gate. Ooh, I made it around the gate. You hear that? They're still shooting in it. I mean, stuff's catching on fire. You hear that? Literally, a lot of this gate is on fire from all those shots that are hitting it. That was remarkably loud and frightening. Ah, gosh. You know, Mr. Stroh, I'm real sorry about that. I thought that, like any good delivery person, that you would have brought along your own outboard impulse motor to be able to propel yourself across the moat. You know, I didn't expect you to stick the oars in the water like that. Normally, the sharks with the friggin' laser beams attached to their heads are very docile, but once you stick those oars in the water, it kind of agitates them. 
I didn't think I needed to warn you about that. Well, it doesn't look like I'm getting in that way. No, no, I'd say the west gate is probably out of bounds for you now, unless you do have an impulse motor that you... I'm afraid not. No, no, okay. Gosh, gosh, real sorry about that. Okay, you know what? You can hop back on the monorail, get a whiskey around to the south gate. Oh, uh, I guess that's what I'm doing. I gotta get this delivered. All of reality depends on it. There it is. Just hop in the car there, and I'll buzz you right in. We'll get this taken care of. Alright. Wow, this monorail is fast. This one goes down. Alright, we're actually down now below ground level. Oh, there's the sharks. Yeah, there's a big tank here I can see into the shark tanks. Oh, man. Yeah, that still has a lot of energy even coming through the glass there. Yeah, I think the side of the monorail is on fire. Now, this is a poor design. Oh, yeah, it looks like an automatic fire suppression system comes on. That's good at least. All right, I'm getting out. Yeah, oh, yeah, now that I look at it, this side of the monorail is all scarred. Apparently that is not the first time that sharks with friggin' laser beams have shot the monorail. Ongoing issue. Alright, another gate. I'm starting, dear listener, to suspect that the owner of this complex does not wish to actually take delivery of the package. I think that the whole purpose of their order was to get double their money back using the double your money back guarantee. A lot of money at stake here. Well, let's see what's in store behind this gate. There's a button here too. Ah! Mr. Strobe, excellent. Let me just buzz you in here to the south gate. You just walk on in. We'll take care of business. All right. It's opening. Oh, what? What? What is this? What? Oh, it's the freeway. Just walk on across. No big deal. Uh, okay, that is a very... Whoa, whoa. Very it's busy freeway. only ten lanes. What's the problem? I have to walk across ten lanes of extremely busy freeway. Oh, it is rush hour, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. Totally slipped my mind. Actually, you might want to run across in that case. I am not seeing any safe way to cross this. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, we've been having a real traffic safety problem recently, and rest assured, I am taking care of it. I am going to hire some more police officers, and they're going to ramp up enforcement, and we're going to make this a pedestrian-friendly compound. I can't figure out, like, where do these cars come from and where are they going? I mean, like, we're in a walled compound down the free it looks like it comes from underground and on the other yeah it goes underground again this is like part of some transportation system that surfaces here in this compound there's a lot of cars a lot of cars a lot of big trucks i mean i'm looking down trying to like figure out how i could like time cars are changing lanes though i don't see how i can make it all the way across well kind of try it looks like there might be a break here i'm gonna try it oh, uh, whoa all right oats oh, oh. Oh, yeah, that one brushed my clothes. Hey, oh, oh. I, whoa, okay, okay, no, no, don't change, okay. Oh, yeah, you all, gosh, oh, whoa. Okay, I, I think I can make it, oh, God, I just run it now. Oh, okay, okay, I crossed the, I crossed all ten lanes. Oh, wow, boy, they're still, they're still coming, too. Oh, well, at least I made it across, there's a, wait, wait, what is this? There's a giant glass wall, like, I can't, I can't make it, there's no door, there's no, there's, there's okay, there's a giant glass wall that goes all the way along this freeway. There's pretty clearly no door. How am I supposed to get into the compound? Hey, what's going on? How do I get through here? Oh, Mr. Strom, you made it across the freeway. Great. Right. We did just have that sound wall installed last week. I totally forgot about that. I'm afraid you're going to have to go back. We can get you in at the east gate. Oh, man. It's a miracle that I made it across those ten lanes to begin with. How am I going to do this again? Let's see. 
Well, there's a big traffic cone here. Several of them. What if I put these out in the road if that might, like, get people to slow down so I can get across? I'm gonna try that. Put a cone here and another one there. All right, I'm gonna step back and see if they... Oh, no, they didn't slow down. They swerved. Oh, 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 that, oh, oh, that. Okay, there's a huge pileup happening. A couple cars swerved, got caught under a semi. The semi jackknifed, overturned, hit another semi, which hit a third transport that was holding, I guess that's military tanks, and it turned over sideways, and now the entire freeway is just a mess of bent metal and armored vehicles on their sides, and well, at least everybody stopped. People are honking, but traffic is no longer moving. I think yeah, I can easily make it across now. Alright, well, I guess that's uh, someone's problem to clean up now, but uh, I've got to get on this monorail again. Got one more try at this. I assume there's only four gates. I guess this must be the East Gate. Wonder what lovely surprises are in store for me here. Ah, Mr. Strobe, welcome. Welcome to the East Gate, the loveliest of the gates. Let me just buzz you right in, and I'll see you real soon. Well, that was ominous. Oh, okay. As you can probably hear on the recording, what has appeared in front of me as this gate opened was pretty big depression in the ground, which appears to be entirely populated by snakes. A lot of snakes. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? It looks like there's patches of ground between the snakes. I could probably pick my way through. Boy, they're hissing. A lot of these snakes look like they could kill me. I'm going to be very, very slowly moving my way through here. They are moving aside for the most part. I see the other end of it over there. Another ladder going out. What is that? There's a truck backing up to this large pit. Mr. Strobe, are you still making your way through the snake pit? Uh, yes, and I'd dearly love to be out of it. I'm almost on the other side. I'm afraid to ask why you put a snake pit here. Well, to hold all my snakes, of course. Speaking of which, there is actually a scheduled snake delivery for right about now. The truck should be there. Oh, yeah, I hear it. Yeah, yeah, that's my, uh, my latest snake delivery. Uh, that dump truck is tipping it. Okay. Yeah, shoot up the quantity of snakes in the pit by about 5x. Yeah, okay, the, the dump truck's about to dump a lot of snakes. All right, I'm quickly making my way back out. The, uh, yeah, I need to get out of here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, I'm climbing the ladder. Oh, wow. Wow, that that's a lot of snakes. They're all getting dumped out of the dump truck. All right, I, I'm clear of the snake pit now, but... Oh, wow. Um, you didn't make it through the snakes? Mr. Strobe, I'm disappointed. Ugh. Yeah, me too. I just want to get your package delivered, man. I, you I... and me both. You and me both, Mr. Strobe. Now, listen. I brought the hounds back in, hop back on the monorail, whisk it back around all the way full circle to the north gate, right back where you started. We'll buzz you on in. Get this taken care of. All right, let's see here. Here we go. Yeah, wow. Fancy monorail. All right, looks like we're here at the north gate. Well, the hounds are inside. I wonder what fresh hell awaits me. All right, ready to head on in then? Oh, yes. All right, let me open the gates here for you. I'd be very careful this time not to press the release the hounds button. Very careful. Well, it's just an empty lawn this time. 
Well, that's... Wait, wait. No, Kalana's moving. What is this? Oh, yes. I'm gonna love it with you, Mr. Strobe. Wow, the lawn is pulling back, and there's a lot of stuff under that lawn. Yeah, there is. You may not have heard of me, but I'm in this dimension, I'm, well, kind of the wealthiest man in the universe. Max Adams is my name. I, of course, gave a pseudonym to the origami shop because, well, I try to keep a low profile when I'm dealing with other Maxes. I've made quite a fortune in interdimensional scams, you see. And this particular one is set to, well, double a very large sum of money when you fail to deliver that package to me by the end of the day today. Yes, I was starting to get a feeling that there might be something like that going on. Yes, as you can see, as the lawn has opened up to reveal the full gauntlet that you must pass through, we have initially the giant traps for the ROUS. Those look like Man-sized mousetraps. That's right. We can't have any R.O.U.S. making its way through my grounds, so I have a large complement of traps, and, well, most of them are now placed here, in your way. That does look like it would be tough to get through without getting my spine snapped by a giant mousetrap. Should you make it through the giant traps, of course, then you must cross the flaming coals. That looks painful. Mm -hmm. They're very, very hot. No matter what kind of footwear you're wearing, you will not be wearing it after very short amount of time and there's a good hundred yards of flaming coals yeah i don't think i'm zen enough to make it across something like that should you somehow make it through the flaming coals you will then need to proceed through the hallway full of a bunch of chompy crushy things that doesn't sound pleasant no they're very large steel big square plates crushing horizontally crushing vertically gotta time your way through those it's a very small window it's possible but good luck you're gonna need it And should you somehow make it through those, I'm afraid to actually enter the building, you're going to have to make it past my dragon. Which, you know, is going to be difficult because he does have a ring that he wears that makes him invisible. Invisible dragon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good luck with all that. See you on the other side. Not likely, but, you know, I'll be watching. Well, I can definitely hear the chompy things. They're slamming one way and then another. I can hear them past the mousetraps and 100 yards of flaming coals. They must be pretty big. From what I can see, it looks like platformer game designed by Satan. Well, this is clearly the point where I should turn back, but if I don't deliver this, it folds and sucks all of reality into itself in bad things happen to all of reality from what I understand. I really don't want that on my conscience. Hmm. You know, monologuing isn't going to get you through the R.O.U.S. traps, the coals, the chompy, crushy things, or the dragon, Mr. Strobe. Yes, I'm doubtful of my ability to get through those things at all. Oh, so we're on the same page. You can just give up now, head back home, and I'll take my doubled money. Well, I think what I'll do, and I have to get this package within a thousand feet, I understand, of your residence to qualify as a delivery, and I'm, yeah, I'm not anywhere near a thousand feet. No, you are not. However, I think I'm going to try something here. I'm going to try placing this. Hey, wait, what are you doing to the R.O.U.S. trap? I'm just going to leave your package that's right here on the extended Not what that's arm. for. Don't, no, don't do that. I think if I, yeah, I can push it a little bit. What do you? Rotate it that way. Let's see Mr. here. Sharp, that, that's not how this works. Was this candied apple supposed to be some sort of, like, bait for the trap? All right, well, I'm going to try see if I can knock it off. Yeah, I knocked it off. Oh, it didn't go off. Well, maybe if I, like, throw this at the release lever. Oh, yep, that did it. Wow. 
That had a lot of power. It threw your package. Yep, looks like it. Yep, it landed pretty much on your roof, it looks like. Well, I think that counts as a delivery. I'm gonna open a portal. Good luck with your, uh, with your package, sir. I do not appreciate that. That is not what I signed up for. What is this thing even good for, anyway? I guess you'll find out. Uh, I need to nope out of here. Well played, Mr. Stro. well played. Alright, I'm gonna close that down. It appears that I have saved... I guess the reality of that dimension from being folded into a pocket dimension with unspecified, unpleasant consequences on a good day's work. And in this dimension, my Max has his prized possessions that could destroy reality here, safely locked away in a pocket dimension. I think I hear him still ranting in the other room. Well, he is not happy. Well, I think I've slowed Max down for this week. I don't know how long it's going to take him to figure out where the droid and the golden trident of compulsion are. I have a feeling it's not a permanent solution, but I've at least put it off for now. I'm going to lay low and hope that he doesn't get too aggressive in trying to question me. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack. Why is it always Snakes, Strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max? Want to support this podcast and help make sure it continues? Tell all your friends about us and share us online. Then check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm, where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and elaborately gated peaks behind the interdimensional curtain. Check the show notes or our website for links to our listener Discord. Follow us on Twitter until their servers all explode at DispatchesFM and visit us online at Dispatches.FM. definitely hear the chompy things you can hear them past the mousetraps in a hundred yards of coal yeah yeah